Okay, welcome guys, and thank you for joining me in another episode of Lifting Nerds. I am your host, Adrian, and I am really excited here today because we are going to be talking a bit about something on uh, a little bit more towards uh, very specific on actually how to measure uh, your muscle growth. Everybody wants to get jacked. Everyone, everybody wants to you know grow muscle in the gym and and uh, really gain a, a lot of muscle. So today uh, I am going to talk about and how we can actually measure our um, you know our muscle growth and you know how we can actually define it as well. Okay, so as some of you may or may not know, uh, hypertrophy is going to be the word that defines muscle growth. Okay, that's just going to be the term of it. Uh, so in this episode, we are going to uh, talk about three things. So the first thing is, you know, what is hypertrophy stimulus? The second thing is, you know, why we should we need to know about it? And the third thing is the index on how we should measure it. Okay. So off the top, um, for those who have uh, worked with me or are working with me, uh, you know, I go with a RPU slash RIR uh, standard to measure, uh, you know, like your muscle stimulus. So this is going to be something, uh, you know, aside from that. So keep that in mind. It is still useful, but this is just going to be another index that you guys could actually use. And so let's talk about, you know, what is hypertrophy stimulus? So hypertrophy stimulus is the actual amount of uh, muscle growth that is signaled uh, to occur. Okay. Does that make sense? So it is the amount of muscle growth that is signaled to occur. So there's a couple of things that can actually trigger this. So one of them being uh, nutrition. Uh, one of them could be, you know, your hormonic rates, you know, it also could be, of course, mainly what I think is from training. Okay. Obviously. Um, so yes, the training is going to, you know, stimulate hypertrophy the most probably, uh, but nutrition and hormones are, could, you know, take a part in it as well. Okay. And, you know, why does this matter? Why does this actually matter? So we need to know this is first off, we know, we need to know if we're growing or not, obviously. Okay. We need to know if we're growing or not. Now, experimenting with uh, different training techniques to see which, uh, which way our body responds better. Uh, to muscle growth. So that's why there are variations. So that's why uh, you see there's like a whole list of um, different variations, let's say for, uh, you know, like a row, you know, like, a, like a, just a cable row, there is so many different variations on, you know, like pronated grip, supinated grip, wide grip, close grip, neutral grip, all sorts of shitty grips. So these are just different techniques and variations on how we can uh, stimulate specific parts of our bodies to get the maximal stimulus for uh, hypertrophy. Main thing, and uh, of course, there's also the other spectrum of it where these techniques uh, will affect and it definitely will take part if uh, you are doing a, you know, a performance type of training. Uh, for instance, you know, powerlifting, uh, there are instance, um, Olympic lifting, these could probably be, you know, accessories that would uh, benefit your sport. So these are some of the uh, things that, you know, why we actually need to know what exercises or what type of stimulus would be beneficial for what our ultimate goal is. In this case, muscle growth. Okay. So I'm just specifically talking about maybe uh, more towards the bodybuilding side. 
But if you were, uh, you know, talking about other aspects, that's going to be a different topic. Okay. Now, implementing uh, the most muscle stimulus approach is basically just to get jacked. Honestly, you know, for any sport or any anybody gym goers is why we do muscle stimulus is just to get jacked. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Okay. Uh, but there is a couple of ways, uh, to know if we're actually gaining muscle. Okay. There's the, the most traditional three ways that I would consider, you know, very standard is, um, uh, your body weight. If you're, uh, increasing in weight, it could mean that you might be gaining muscle or it could be uh, water weight. It could be fat, but this is a, a, a benchmark to, to use it. Okay. Body composition, obviously, you know, look at them yourself in the mirror, uh, you know, seeing your delts, seeing your back, uh, your pecs, seeing your back, seeing your arms grow, seeing your abs, potentially seeing your legs grow. Uh, these are the type of things that to know if you're building muscle as well. And also, of course, measurements. Okay. A lot of PTs would probably do this. Uh, it's not very common around these few years, especially these two years since there's uh, COVID and, you know, no touching around. But uh, measurements is also a really good way to measure um, if you're growing muscle or not by, you know, the circumferences and diameters of uh, body parts. Okay. So all everything I'm talking about here, I have referenced this podcast uh, mainly from one of Mike Estradel's uh, presentations. So, um, and in his presentation, Mike Estradel has uh, talked about, there's a, uh, an index called the RSM index. Okay. So th what does RSM stand for? So it stands for raw stimulus magnitude. And this index is made up of three things. Now, the first one is my muscle connection. Okay. The second is the pump. And the third thing is the muscle disruption. Okay. This is how we would actually word it. Each of these proxies uh, have their individual standards and their own uh, little ways of measuring and adding up to them. So let's talk about the mind-muscle connection first, okay, briefly. Mind-muscle connection, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's just the creation of the tension when you're doing an exercise. So let's say you're, you're doing a bicep curl. So very, very basic where your uh, tension is going to be. Is it going to be a dumbbell where it's going to be a, um, you know, after that, maybe certain degree of the elbow flexion, there's going to be less tension versus a cable where the tension is a little bit more consistent throughout the entire motion. So that's going to be your mind muscle and how well you can actually control um, that tension as well. So that's going to be something uh, that could be measured. Okay. And then the second one is we call it the pump. So yes, it is a, it is called a pump. A lot of bros would like to call it the pump, but what it actually is, is, you know, very obviously it's just a, a cellular swelling. Uh, and in one of uh, Brad Schoenfield's, I think articles, or probably one of his studies, uh, I'm not too sure about that, but Brad Schoenfield has talked about that, you know, cell swelling has an intubate similar for hypertrophy. Okay. But in my own opinion, uh, it's not necessary to look for a pump every single time. Okay. So this is just my, uh, my experience has taught me that even though you're not getting the absolute pump from a specific exercise, it does not mean that you're not generating muscle growth. You're not generating hypertrophy. So this is just a, a opinion, opinionated point. So if you guys have another uh, point of view on that, I would love to know, you know, let me know about that and what you think about that. 
And then the final point would be a uh, muscle disruption. So what we will also call, you know, muscle damage, quote unquote, which uh, tension creation is caused, is causing a disruption in the muscle structure and the function. So AKA, yeah, muscle damage and uh, potentially some of the muscle damages would be, you know, signs of soreness, DOMS and uh, very, very common. So this is how you actually measure it. Okay, so those are the three proxies of the RSM index. Okay, now you would rank these individually out of three. All right, so combine all three of the same training input into your RMS score. So the scoring board would be zero, three, six, and nine. Okay, zero, three, six, and nine. Zero meaning under training. Three is not bad. Six is going to be great. And nine is going to be amazing. Amazing meaning it's fatiguing, but is also sustainable. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. So these are going to be the, you're going to rate every single proxy individually based on these um, inputs. Okay. So for example, uh, if everything would be, you would probably rate your mind muscle connection to be six, you would rate your pump to be three and your muscle disruption to be six again. And then you'll have a total of three, six, three. I can't, I can't do math, man, but I mean, it probably adds up to be something like 12 or something like that. So 12 out of, I don't know, 18. So that would be, you know, a pretty good benchmark for a, a sufficient stimulus for your uh, training muscle growth. Okay. I hope that makes sense. If that doesn't make sense, leave me a comment below. Uh, so honestly, the index isn't perfect. And honestly, it's very difficult to apply in the real world. All right. It's honestly don't, you don't really have to do the math if you're just a, uh, you know, a regular gym goer. And especially I would consider if you're just starting in uh, your training fitness journey, uh, don't bother with this math. And I would just go with, um, you know, the field right now. Okay. Make sure you have every single uh, muscle, you know, working first, so to speak. Uh, at least you're getting the sufficient stimulus. At least you're performing. At least you're doing something in the gym and you're actually, you know, going to do your, uh, uh, your, your work, you know, putting in the work in, in, in the gym and getting to your fitness goals. So this is probably what I would uh, uh, recommend for regular gym goers or even somebody who's just beginning. So if uh, you really want to dig deep in, uh, you know, how to measure everything and, you know, what is a sufficient stimulus, I think this is something for a little bit more intermediate to advanced lifters. Although, yes, this index isn't perfect, but it's just another tool that I would consider that you could use. Uh, for myself, uh, I would personally prefer to use the reps and reserve, so RIR and RPE standard index um, to, you know, generalize uh, how I would rate my intensity. And um, I mean, uh, the three things that I, we just talked about will take part in it as well. Um, but I wouldn't rate it, honestly, for myself. I wouldn't rate every single thing. I would, I would like an analyze it and see how good of a workout I'm getting based on these three proxies. But I wouldn't rely totally on the index. I hope that makes sense, all right? Uh, but 
anyways, this is uh, a lot of the stuff here. Um, Dr. Mike Isterdahl has talked in RP uh, in his, uh, you know, Renaissance periodization at RP uh, presentation. So uh, he shares a lot of different knowledges as well uh, uh, regarding hypertrophy. Uh, so let me know on some of your, uh, you know, com comments. I would love to know what you guys think. Uh, I hope this guys is useful. So that's all I got for you guys. Thank you so much. So uh, leave a comment or uh, give us a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you are tuning in, in onto those platforms, screenshot that. And then I would like you to share it onto your Instagram story so I know you're tuning in. Tag me at underscore Adrian Ma so I know that you're tuning in. Great. Cool. Thank you so much, guys. I hope you learned something. I will probably see you next time then. Peace.